Hi. Hi. Uh, welcome to, uh, I don't know, we're, we're calling this List of Shame. I think I like that name. That works. All right. Uh, well, t- look, welcome to the tentatively titled uh, List of Shame. Um, I'm George Dunn. Uh, I'm Abby McGinty. Hi, Abby. How are you? I'm good. It's That's, late. I'm tired. Yeah. We, uh, so I guess... I guess we'll just get the uh, the premise of the podcast out of the way first. Um, basically, we're just going back and uh, watching movies that, you know, at least one of us hasn't seen before. Um, and this week, day, I don't know how well, often we're going to, month, year, we're going to put out these podcasts. We'll see. We'll, we'll um, right. Yeah. Um, we watched James Cameron's 1986 classic, uh, Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never seen Aliens, but you've seen it several times. I thought I saw it like at least once, but then as we started watching it, I realized that I've seen it at least three times, probably. But I forgot how annoying it was in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll get it out there right now. Um, I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> I kind of I I wouldn't say I hated it because I did. There were moments that I liked. But because I'd seen I've I've seen Alien probably at least five times. One of which was in the theater, which was amazing. Well, I can imagine. Um, but and I I love that movie. Like I think it's amazing. But this this movie was pretty much in every way the exact opposite of that movie. Tell me more about that. Well. To start, like, I mean, he shoots it in a very different way. He shoots it in a very typical James Cameron way. Um, in the sense that, like, it's big. It's not, um, like, there's a, the camera moves a lot. There's a lot of fast cuts. Um, whereas Alien is very close and claustrophobic. And, you know, That's true. that adds to its intensity. And, and um, like, the only time I really see that kind of claustrophobia, I think it's almost by accident is when they're like in their bedroom at the beginning in, in Ripley's bedroom where mm-hmm. she's getting the briefing. It's like, cause first of all, uh, she, she goes through this whole briefing of what happened after the 53 years she was, uh, <laughs> in, in, cry, in cryosleep. Um, and she, Everyone's like, "Oh, we don't believe you. You you blew up a space station for no reason. I don't believe in these aliens." And literally the next scene, they're like, "Oh, some aliens attacked that base. Uh, I guess you were right. Uh, let's go kill them." Like, are you fucking kidding me? It was a quick like, transition. It was so quick and frustratingly so. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I offended you earlier today in that meeting that we had where we completely threw you under the bus. And didn't believe shit that you had to say, but now and for no reason that ca- that, that boss character never comes into play whatsoever again. Like they never explain how they even found out that there was alien activity going on that she needed to deal with. Well, it's kind of explained in. I mean, it's <laughs> it's assumed because the Newt's father having the face hugger on his face. Yeah, but and then you just kind of assume because they take they set. Uh, the foreman or the 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 one leader of that place 
said that it takes two weeks to get a response back from anybody. So it prob- they probably sent an SOS saying, like, hey, something's going on. We got this guy. I mean, I'm just assuming because the movie didn't tell us this. But they spent like over an hour developing a storyline before we even saw any. They, they spent an hour developing explain. one character, and then <laughs> and, they, the, and then they Reiser. gave you an ensemble, and it was just like, and I, I mean, okay, Sigourney Weaver, fucking incredible. Ripley Obviously. is a really solid character, but I liked her so much more in the first one. I mean, I I like that um, she didn't. Um, have the Sarah Connor turn where she was like in the first one just meek and like well, I don't know what's going on you know that whole thing and then in the second one she's just like a human Terminator where in this one there was like a progression and you understand how she gets to that point at the end of the movie mm-hmm. you know like because um, she's got fight in her you know not that Sarah Connor didn't but like um, but she's scrappy even in the first one you know, like you see it, um, and she's smart. Even though her her go to thing is just jettisoning everything out of the airlock, <laughs> which frustrates <laughs> the shit out of me. And all she needs is just her like basic human strength to not get sucked out. Yeah, apparently, she's just not strong enough. Not she's a slightly stronger than the alien queen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and the alien queen was attached to her foot and yeah. being pulled, and she. You know, I just really don't appreciate when science is just completely disregarded science. in movies. And I thought about it uh, just by seeing Bill Paxton, because of him uh, surviving an F5 tornado, by wrapping <laughs> a leather belt around a pipe in the ground and just holding onto it. So, so it was very reminiscent of that. Okay, in that scene, um, the alien queen can't hold on, gets sucked out. Mm-hmm. Ripley can hold on because she has her arm in between one of the the things, <laughs> which is like okay, fine, whatever. Newt holds on, yes, a, that a, is a, unacceptable a, an eleven year old child <laughs> holds on to a severed corpse <laughs> of cyborg of a, of a cyborg, a milky cyborg. Um, and then <laughs> what was his name? I can't. Uh, I liked him a lot. Um, the character. Fuck. Uh, but he he wasn't in very much. I thought he'd be more of it because I know he's in the third one. You know, and the fact that I can't remember his name is why I wrote a page of notes, even though we finished this movie ten minutes ago. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just like I can't. It starts with a B or something, but um, it's not important. It's not. Um, but because apparently in the third one he dies almost immediately. So him and uh, they put him back together. And John Connor. They put his like half body into the cryo sleep chamber. That's what I hear. They wrapped him in. I've never seen it. I've I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen like the CG work on it, and it looks horrendous. (laughs) And it's directed by David Fincher, which is like fucking nuts. Uh, I mean, I know he's basically disowned that movie, Um, but I mean, regardless of what I feel about this movie, I mean, the Alien franchise had the first three movies had big hitter directors. Like I mean, it was. Ridley Scott, James Cameron, and then David Fincher. Uh, I don't know who the fuck directed the fourth one. Who cares? I've seen that one. Um, and then Paul W.S. Anderson for <laughs> Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> Director of the Resident Evil films. Excellent uh, movie. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's directing the one that's about to come out? 
Ridley Scott's coming back. Um, it was supposed to be a, a, a Prometheus sequel, um, but he realized that everybody hated Prometheus. So he's like, what if I just put the name Alien on it again, and then people will come back and see it again? And he, he got me in. I'm like, I mean, you put a xenomorph in it, even though you said for the entire run of the advertising campaign of Prometheus that it wasn't an alien prequel. And then you literally end it with the birth of a xenomorph. Uh, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to see it again. So fuck, I don't, I, I can go fuck myself as well, apparently, for $12. <laughs> I've walked past the poster that's next to the bathroom in the movie theater enough times that I just have to see it now. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it, you put a xenomorph in a movie, I'm probably going to see it. Like, oh, <laughs> apparently not until, like, <laughs> 2017. Uh, yeah. um, I've seen this 1986 stunner of a film until just good. now. I mean, You're like, such a movie boy. I don't know how you... I don't know how I've never seen this movie. I just kind of never, like... We're going to watch. I never... I, I can't even remember the first time I saw Alien, but it wasn't when I was a kid. Because I saw Alien Resurrection first. That was the very first one I saw. And I was like, I don't know, like 12, 13, whenever that movie came out on VHS. Um, or like HBO or something. Like my friend's dad, like they got divorced and now his dad didn't care about anything. And he's just like, yeah, just fucking watch whatever you want. So we go over there Makes and watch r rated movies. Yeah, it was the same with my dad. My dad took me to like the South Park movie, like out of spite. You know, it's like uh, my mom is like, she'll hate this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of that. So like, I I can't remember when I saw the original Alien. I was probably like 20 or 21. Like, I just, I, I don't know. There's like movies. And I mean, that's part of the whole reason we're doing this podcast. Other than just fun. There's like, there are so many fucking movies that I, there's no reason I shouldn't have seen by now. That's why we're gonna get your life on track. Yeah. There's some for you too. I'm not. This is not. Yeah. But, um, I mean, this I'm is just about you, George. <laughs> it's Don't all, make it about me. It's always about me. <laughs> um, so when was the first time you saw this? Do you remember? I definitely saw this when I was, like, in elementary school. Um, I was that go, young. Yeah. Okay. And I specifically remember, um the scene that impacted me the most, which still did when we watched it just now, is the tearing in half oh, when of he gets tear- yeah, it's the good. cyborg. That was pretty cool. With his gross, milky, creepy blood fluids or whatever is inside mm-hmm. of him, and then the just spaghetti house looking situation <laughs> of all of his tubes I liked his, and things that are hanging out. I liked his... Uh, uh, tube intestines yeah like it, it was almost like too. westworld and like they're all white and it was like very synthetic you know um, i haven't watched westworld i know yet. but i mean don't tell me what their insides look like that's a spoiler their insides don't really you don't really see it you just there's like you see some of the westworldians being made at times and there's like and it's like the the image just the promo image is like a white guy and i don't know um yeah, I, I, there, I mean, there was, there was things I liked about this movie, and like, I even kind of liked some of the first half of the movie before a Xenomorph ever showed up, because mm-hmm. I liked developing Ripley a little bit more. Um, but it got too, it got too much. Like, it, it just, it got to a point where I'm like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we're already, in, it took an hour, and, and we paused it. 
and like it took an hour and eight minutes to see a goddamn alien in the movie Aliens. And then at, at the end of the day, you don't even really see that many aliens. There are so many sharp cuts that you hardly see anything. And then, like, as much as I love Stan Winston, I mean, it's fucking... He, he did fucking Jurassic Park and, and Pumpkinhead. I love Jurassic Park. And Pumpkinhead. I love man. Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead is amazing. Um, but he, like, he's no H.R. Giger. Like, I mean, the art design... Who is H.R. Giger? H.R. Giger is a uh, German artist who originally de- designed the Xenomorph, and he was like the, essentially the art director of the original Alien movie. Oh, okay. Uh, he's very big on phallic and uh, uh, vagina uh, imagery, and that's why the Xenomorph. <laughs> Explain the alien That's why the, the Xenomorph looks like a penis, yeah. and the it, like the eggs look like assholes. Or um, <laughs> please say butthole. This is a podcast. Yeah, sorry, this is a butthole. Um, there's just like a lot of that kind of imagery in what he does. It's very like industrial, uh, but it was very, you know, it was like from mid seventies. Very vaginal. Yeah. He was very, he was, uh, nine inch nails before nine inch nails, if you will. It was uh. speaking of, uh, vaginal and phallic things that, um, butthole tube or whatever that the alien queen mm-hmm. was birthing the eggs out of was so gross. It was too literal. It was too close to a uh, ant queen. And that's what bugged me. I'm like, if you're going to go with this whole thing, and you, she has a goddamn crown like just built out of her head. <laughs> and I'm like, if you're going to do that, just fucking make some something interesting. Don't make it... It was white, too. I'm like... It just, Come on, guys, do something else. Like, and then she had to like rip herself. Yeah, that was weird. Away from I didn't it. understand any of that. Really and then she took a goddamn elevator up. Like, yes, how do you figure did. that out? Like, like, Sigourney Weaver gets in the elevator. She looks like nervous that the alien is going to be following her, and the alien looks up angrily and then gets into its own elevator mm-hmm. to then meet her. Up That's there so later dumb. To and continue. I'm like. I would usually be okay with that kind of dumb stuff where I'd be like, it's either I'm just okay with it because the craft is there and they've earned it, like in something like, well, like in, at the end of Jaws, you know, where it's like their reason is they blow up the goddamn shark. It's like, that's dumb as fuck, but they earned it. How is that dumb? That's extremely dope. Yo, it's sweet. <laughs> I, I Trust me, I love Jaws. But I mean, like, it's stupid if you could put it in context. But when you're watching it, it's just like, that's fucking amazing. Like it's totally earned because everything that led up to it is so good and, and and done right. And I think that that scene in with the whole queen and everything was fine, but it was she, what bugged me was if Ripley wouldn't have started shooting the egg sack and burning the eggs, she probably would. Yeah. And and they yeah, is that's what it made it seem like. Well, I think it did seem like that, and I think it was because because uh, there was another alien too looking in on her from the side. But then they backed away. Cause yeah, I think they weren't gonna fight her well, around all of the egg sacks because well, that's that what, would be a vulnerable place to turn yeah, into a war. She zone. puts the the flame towards the egg, and then the, the the queen looks at the other two aliens that were about to surround her, and they back off yeah. as in a don't just let her go. Kind of thing, and then she's like, and I get it. There's some revenge there. You wouldn't. And she's like, you you made me miss my daughter's life and stuff like that. And I get it, but at the same point, it's like you're literally now risking your life 
and this other 11-year-old surrogate daughter that, for no reason, for just petty revenge, that's not really helping anything because she's going to blow up in two minutes anyway. Yeah, if they're going to nuke everything. And they don't even know. So that's the other thing is... She was asserting her dominance. I get it. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, but, like, <laughs> they don't even cause the place to blow up. Like, if they wouldn't have gone, it would still have blown up. Didn't they cause some kind of, like, they said they, situation of some reactor? No, that was, that was the the... If they did say that, I missed that part. No, I'm pretty but sure. But they said if they shoot, they would have caused a reactor, a reaction. No, but, but then it, after that, um, something else happened where the yeah that beam of light shoots up and that's the like exhaust port yeah. thing, and it's like it seems like the aliens were just kind of starting to degrade the inside of that terraform machine, oh. and it was just like inevitable that it was going to blow up. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what it made it seem like to me. I don't know. I was too fixated on other things like Paul Reiser and just the fact that he was Paul Reiser's collar. Hard for me. Yeah. (laughs) I like Paul Reiser well enough. I don't know. He's fine. It just he just seems so out of place in the movie, and he's all young and handsome, and I just yeah. It was before Mad About You and all that. Like, I mean, he's still doing. He's probably still like a. No, he's probably like a pretty popular comic at that time. No, I'm like just don't be the bad guy. I don't want to be mad at you. I'm like be a, mad about that's you. That's such a Paul. typical James Cameron thing, though. Like the story is beat for beat, like every James Cameron movie. I have a major um, bone to pick with James Cameron, just generally speaking. This movie. He's so arrogant and. Oh, I'm sure in real life he's a, a fucking intolerable. I mean, the, the amount of these, like, oh, I'm going to make six Avatar movies. I'm like, no, you're not. Make a, make a second one, and then you can talk about more. When I'm also like, going to go down to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Come on. Hey, man. I don't know why that bothers me so much, but. It's cool. I think it's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 so. It's like Lance Bass going to space. Like, that's what it feels like for me. Like. Yeah, it's goofy. I mean, like, James Cameron actually did it, though. Unlike Lance Bass. Uh, Lance trained for it. He trained for it, but he never right did it. right up to the edge, and then MTV pulled the plug. So don't hold that against him, George. That was his dream. <laughs> There's going to be a whole reality show about it. I would have watched it. Yeah, we all would have. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm cool with him going to the bottom of the ocean. Like, I think he's gone deeper than anybody ever has, right? <laughs> he has, and that's what's, that's what's so annoying to me for some reason. Why... Couldn't it have been someone else? Someone who is an actual deep sea explorer as opposed to somebody who made Titanic and also the movie Sphere. Did he make the movie Sphere? He did not. Okay. <laughs> well, I hate that movie. Okay, except irrelevant. <laughs> but I don't know. And just he... I don't want to go off... I don't even want to bring up Titanic because... Well, I'm trying really hard not to thing. bring up Avatar. So, I mean, like, it's... <laughs> We're both having this problem. I would rather hear myself talk about Titanic than hear you talk about Avatar. I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> on that. You haven't brought Avatar up today really yet, which is insane. I, uh, well, here's my thing is I, I have a love hate relationship with James Cameron. Um, I recently rewatched Terminator two and realized 
I kind of, like, I like it still, but I don't like it as much as I remember I like it. Um, partially because I think uh, Linda Hamilton is horrible in it. Um, I haven't seen it. You've never seen Terminator 2? Nope. Oh, that's another episode. Um, Linda Hamilton is so unbelievably bad in that movie. And I've had this conversation with other people, um, and they disagree with me violently, but I don't know how you could watch that performance. I mean, she's she's a babe. She Her physical performance is great. Like, she, she really got ripped for that movie, you know, <laughs> etc. But she bugs me in that movie. Uh, other than and, uh, Edward Furlong's pretty terrible in it too. Squeaky voice, whatever. Um, and it's got the typical, um, James Cameron over story. Like there's too much story. He doesn't know how to edit his story. Like, I mean the whole scene in this movie, um, with the face huggers in the room where Paul Reiser let him out Mm -hmm. is completely unnecessary to the story. That is 15, 20 minutes. You could have cut out of that movie. There were so many other things that were way more unnecessary and gratuitous than that, though. Yeah, at least it was. But I mean, like, if you're, if you're, like, those are the first things to go. You know, like, I mean, yeah, I I guess maybe not that scene because it does take so much. There is so much stunt work and you know puppeteering and all that shit. Like, that's where the money goes. But I mean, I would have cut that out if I were making it. I would, I would cut that out of the movie. I would have been like, it's it's not even all that tense. I mean, like, I guess. I mean, the movie is just not that tense to me. Like, I just found it to be, like... I don't know if it's because I've essentially seen the movie just through, you know, uh, other various pop culture whatevers. Um, but there is a part of... like the, There's a lot of that movie that doesn't get referenced. It's mostly the last 20 minutes of that movie that gets referenced. The rest of the movie, people don't seem to give a fuck about. You know, other than Game Over, man, which is like a, an off-screen line. Which I'm like, how did that become the big one? Like, it's not like... He, he says it, like, in the background. It's like, it's not even a, a, like a, a... I don't know. I don't know why that became the the catchphrase of this movie. I didn't other know than get away from her, your bitch. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought um, that was the... You literally said Game Over, man, before we started the movie. No, I didn't. Maybe Ellen did, but... Oh, I'm sure it was Alan. Cause um, yeah, but Game Over Man's like the big, you know, because... Who uh, said that, Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton. Oh, all of his lines were just... He's too much. Like, in this movie. I love Bill Paxton. I love Bill Paxton. Um, Have you seen Twister? Of course. Okay, I'm just, I mean, I'm He's, just checking. I mean, it's that might be a, I've seen it so long ago that I... <laughs> it might as well not have seen it. But, okay, well, then we should probably watch um, it because it is breathtaking. Bill Paxton is the only person, I think the only person, to have been killed by a Predator, a Terminator, and an alien on screen. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't. And a tornado. (laughs) No, he survives with the belt. It's a good thing he had that belt on. Uh, There were some weird political allegories too in this movie. I was gonna say this is a very rape revengey kind of movie. I was was I was kind of like holding off on that analogy because I'm like maybe it's not, but I I kinda think it's pretty obvious 
at least the beginning. Oh, I was going to say there was very uh, Trump administration <clears throat> feeling vibes in certain scenes. Like the whole uh, first meeting that she had after she was... The bad hombres thing? No, that was... No, I think that was later. But the yeah, the use of the term tough hombre and illegal, a- and an, uh, an illegal alien joke. That Bill yeah, Paxton that's more of that. the that's more character based though I think more than anything it's like those characters are just like in the same way like they're all making just lewd sexual jokes towards each other you know that kind of especially towards what's her name um, Vasquez yeah I think that's more just like character stuff than you know anything James Cameron has to say anything James Cameron has to say is like it's usually based on corporations of some sort. And then well, there was an evil corporation just, yeah. in this. Yeah, he's very big into that. And uh, that just when they're when she's sitting around with all those people and she's trying to convince them to care about this and they're just not taking her seriously and mm-hmm. making her a scapegoat, that felt very modern-day Trump administration for me in terms of the things that they're doing. And I think that's just called the 80s. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> and all of, you know... History repeats itself and whatnot, and, and something like that would apply in any time period. But I kind of really enjoyed uh, that whole scene when she is just trying to get them to understand where she's coming from. She just reminded me of the crazy scientist in, um, like, an earthquake movie or some kind of disaster movie, thing, yeah, yeah, where they're just, like, all frazzled and dropping all their papers, and they're just like, Oh, how great would it coming. be? She Why just had a bunch of papers for no reason, just running in <laughs> with that hair, which already looks disheveled. The um, big one could come at any time. Well, did you get the, the, the like, the rape allegory that I did? If you're comparing it, if you're adding this to the the first one, and then you just kind of, so you take the first one as the monster comes, attacks her, she survives, and then she leaves, she comes back, and she's forced back into the situation where Mm -hmm. she has to confront the monster, and it's just a literal monster, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you get that at all, or... I mean, I wasn't. I don't. I wasn't thinking about it when I was watching it, but now that you're bringing it up, it resonates. And she has to go back and yeah, you know, and all of the the uh, trauma. Why will no one believe me? And that kind of thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm, just the whole PTSD of the whole thing. Yeah. I I don't know. Like James Cameron has a weird thing with women. Like I think he's. I don't want to say he doesn't like women. I don't think that's true at all. I think it's actually quite the opposite. <laughs> Titanic uh, feels like he doesn't like women. Titanic's a, Titanic's a different beast with him, though. Like, that's a totally different movie than anything he's ever made. Um, but I think he has a, a skewed view on the quote-unquote uh, strong female character. You know what I mean? Uh, and she, he always, like, it's a, I think it's especially prevalent with uh, Sarah Connor. Um, he feels that essentially making a strong female character essentially just turns them into a man. Um, Sarah Connor especially, she's essentially a man in that movie um, because it's all physical. I mean, she's she's emotionally strong, but not nearly as strong as her son, which is weird. 
her son is the more like, no, 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 it's fine. You know, like, it's going to be okay. Um, which, you know, that's grounding, I guess. Um, he's just the, 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 the rock of it. Um, but I, I think it's the same in this, too. Like, Ripley essentially becomes what Sarah Connor is at the end of this movie. You know, she's the, the big badass. Um, I think Ripley has more... Um, she's more uh, uh, feminine. I don't know if that's the right word, but I don't think that's. Eh. But she's she's less she's less aggressive. She's not. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like his his female characters are very um, physically empowering, like just on a physical level. Like even in Avatar, it's the same thing. I mean. Um, I wouldn't know. No, we'll get to that. That'll be a list yeah. of shame for you. I'm going to find any reason. I will start as many podcasts as I need to to get you to watch Avatar. <laughs> um, I don't think we need to take it that far. I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to force you to, to, to watch it. Okay. Because we'll I feel like after watching this, I might not like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just watch Titanic. Don't fight I'll watch it. Titanic again. I love Titanic. <laughs> um, I could just recite it for you. But yeah, he's just, he's a weird guy. Like, I mean, he's, he's good and bad. And like, there is so much bad to find with his movies, but it's those small, weird, like awesome fist pumping moments that he puts in his movies that make it all worth it for me. Like, even in this, like, I mean, there was, there were some moments, I mean, that, that shot of, uh, the Android being ripped in half is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Like that's a that's good why I remember it from elementary shot. school. Um, and there, I mean, there's some really good stuff in there, and in pretty much all of them. I, I don't think I've ever seen The Abyss. Um, oh, see, that's I think what I was thinking sphere, of when I said sphere. sphere. I mean, I have seen sphere. sphere. I can't say sphere. Star, sphere, starring sphere, sphere. Sharon Stone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, <clears throat> oh my god, wait, did he make contact? No, he, that was, uh, I, that was um, what's from? his name, who did um, Back to the Future, um, Robert Zemeckis. Okay. But no, Contact's no. another one I feel like I should go back and watch, because <laughs> I hated it as a kid, because obviously it's not for kids. No, and it was... It, just it was people really talking for two and a half kids, hours. Yeah. And just Jodie Foster, and that's a lot of Jodie. And, but I do remember liking... Um, the way they jumped on their little haunches, the alien people, and do you remember it was very insane? No, I, all I remember is um, it's pretty cool. Uh, Jodie Foster talking to her dead dad. That's all I remember from that movie. Are you mixing it up with the movie Frequency, starring Dennis Quaid? No, because doesn't she a- go through the? <laughs> doesn't she go through the ship? Or the little drop, like that's the one where the ball drops, right? Or like the ship drops through a thing. I actually don't remember. We should probably watch it. I'm pretty sure that's the one because I all I remember is I was like I, I told my dad to fast forward through it all <laughs> just to get to the aliens, and then he gets to the aliens and it's just a guy, and he's like, "Oh, I'm your dad. I'm, I'm dead." But I'm, I, well, it wasn't even that. It was it was the aliens projecting themselves as her dead dad as something comforting to her, and then it said, super and then she comes out the other side. Gaslighting. And then they, well, <laughs> and she comes out the other side, and they're like, oh, it failed. She's like, what? No, it didn't. She's like, no, it just dropped right through. She's like, no, I went somewhere. 
It was like all in her. It wasn't necessarily all in her mind, but like it was a weird time and space thing of like how time just is different in space. Or I don't remember. I was fucking twelve, but that is an insanely good recollection. I specifically remember that scene, but I remember nothing else from that movie. God, I can't remember a movie I watched yesterday. I can't believe how well you just remembered that. Uh, so we don't need to rewatch it. Actually, I might. I do, you know, Zemeckis is if like we're a watch weird Jody one. Jodie Foster. Let's watch like Panic Room. Well, yeah, it's Fincher though. Get to like, the good stuff. Get some Jared Leto. <laughs> um, it was braids in that movie. Yeah, it's gross. Oh. And Forrest Whitaker's eyes even yeah. more. Eye. His face gets one. all burned, and he gets so pissed. Oh yeah, there was a lot yeah. of that weird, unnecessary uh, digital zooms through things that David Fincher was really into in the early two thousands. You know, like they would go through a pipe. You know, and it was just really weird and digital. Like he did a lot in yeah, uh, Fight Club exciting too. Exciting to the viewer. I, the I love David Fincher. I'll, I'll fucking you know, like <laughs> I didn't like Seven that much, and um, what was the other? Oh, fucking Girl the Dragon Tattoo. Ugh. Uh. Woof. Um, I don't know. We're at like thirty-five minutes. We can start wrapping it up. I don't. These should probably be shorter than we normally do what i normally do on my other podcast well but yeah because we just have a lot to a lot to watch and a lot to get through so well yeah just too. keep it moving so can we also uh watch things that we haven't seen that we may be ashamed to watch what can do you mean? the shame go both ways like we're going to watch things that we are ashamed of having not seen yet, but then I also want to watch you make things that you'll be ashamed after you've seen it. Like, you need, you have to watch Mr. Wrong if Mr. we don't watch Wrong. that. Oh, is that the Jared Leto movie? No, it's the one I was telling you or about. No, it's Mr. Nobody. Where uh, Ellen DeGeneres is the romantic lead and Bill Pullman is stalking her. You and Bill Pullman. <laughs> no, I've been talking about Bill Paxton, and now this is the other one. Oh, where Jesus Christ, we're doing that shit. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, everybody who's all two people listening. Shit. You're doing that shit. That's true. I very much know the difference between Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. And it's my roommate it's had light. dinner with Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman. Independence Day. Is that Day. a joke? No. Alexis had dinner with him. And then she was just obsessed with Why? asking him questions about Casper. Okay. I would have On what day? Uh that was Alexa. Alexa She's a uh, stop. Okay, good. Know your place. She's probably becoming sentient. Uh, I was doing an edit point there. That's why. Oh. I wasn't like. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't shut up. up on that. So that <laughs> was just leave all of that it? in. Yeah, zip it. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Alexis had uh, dinner with Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman. I don't know anymore. I don't. I, oh, why is this? To they're two totally different actors. They I don't are. know why. How do I not know this yet? I'm twenty. I'm almost twenty-eight years old. If there's um, anything that you should know at this point in your life, it's the goddamn difference between Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. I know. I should. It's just. I don't know. I feel um, differently about Casper. She had dinner with Casper's dad or whatever the hell he is in that movie. <laughs> she wasted a good opportunity because I would have brought the script for Mr. Wrong and requested that we do a table read <laughs> together. And I would have been Ellen. He could have been himself. He dresses like a clown and he wears stilts. 
This is not relevant to the 1986 film Aliens. That's but, fine. I think I've said my piece. I yeah. don't really like this movie. That's all. I mean, it was... It was fine. It, it was, was good. Like, it was fun. I laughed a lot. I, I wasn't really supposed to. If it to, weren't but. two and a half hours, if it, were, if it were like an hour less, I would have been fine with it. I would have actually probably enjoyed it a lot more. If the computers didn't look the way they did. I'm fine with that. Like, I love that, that weird, like, especially that, that turn, like, the 80s and the 90s where, like, it was supposed to be the future, but they still have just green and black screens. <laughs> Like, I, I love that shit. I'll eat that up. But then they had a giant touchscreen, like, blueprints thing they were looking at. That yeah, but I sense. think that was kind of more... I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, that, I'm like, that why kind are of you stu- defending That stuff it? doesn't bother me at all. Like, I mean, it's the same way, like, I it get picky with, like, Star Wars and how the prequels have better technology than the later, you know, the, the early movies. But, you know, it's like, if you're going to pick that, it's like, they're bigger fish to fry. Um, I suppose so. But I don't know what we're going to do next. I have several movies. Do you have anything else to say on this one? Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm glad I mean, we watched it. Now I realize it's... Yeah, like now I can times. at least say I've seen it. I mean, I'm probably sure anybody who's going to listen to this and anybody I talk to, they're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I just... What did you... Did you... So you probably didn't, you thought it was fine, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. What did you think of it? I mean, I didn't love it. Like, I wouldn't say it's one of the best movies of all time or even, like, the best, I don't know, scary movies or thrillers for mm-hmm. me. But, I mean, I liked it. I can't believe that anybody it thinks this dope. is better than the first one. Any, anybody. Like, I mean. To each his own. You know? I guess, but, like. This movie's so fucking long, and there is so much nothing in between, like, all the good stuff. Like, I mean, some of the character stuff is cool, but, like, overall, like, I just don't care about the Marines whatsoever. <laughs> like, at all. I'm like, just fucking stop talking, shoot things, and then just go away. Like, I don't care. Um, well, if you want to watch another heart pounding space drama we could always watch john carpenter's ghosts of mars <laughs> that i tried to get you to watch that. i every can't night do that for like a month well no we, i watched the last like what half hour of that movie <laughs> i can't it it's hurts me worst. to watch bad john carpenter movie like late john carpenter movies because he means so much to me like i mean it's like if you really truly love him you'll accept all of him and his true self including his i watched works. escape from la man i can't do much more than that that's i haven't even bothered with the ward i've heard that movie's horrendous that's like at, that's a 15 year gap from ghost to mars so not only is he terrible in ghost to mars but now he's terrible and rusty <laughs> like yeah the ward wasn't good it's uh, still on netflix i think is it i don't know maybe oh god now i'm convincing myself to maybe watch it but i don't know um because you've seen, like, Big Trouble and Little China and all that crap, too, right? I don't right? think so. Ooh, we'll do that one. Big, Tru- Big Trouble's probably my least favorite of his good ones. But, like, Big Trouble's a lot of fun. And it's Kurt Russell. Everybody loves Kurt Russell. Everyone And it's, like, Kurt it's Russell. handsome mullet Kurt Russell. Ooh, the best kind. Yeah. I mean, the thing is probably his most hunky, I think. Where he's got that big-ass beard. I mean, he's not, like... I don't need him to He's be not strutting around with, like, no jacket or anything. He's always wearing a big-ass jacket in it, but, like, man, Kurt Russell's the best. I'm so excited for more Fast and the Furious. 
Oh, it, it's the summer, right? Mm-hmm. I can't even wait that long. July. We got plenty of movies. We got Skull Island. We got Logan. We got we got a lot of shit coming up. So I got I I can tide tide myself until the fate of the Furious. I need to find fate, out what their fate is. Well, it's not looking good for Dom right now, so we'll see. <sighs> R.I.P. Dom. Yeah. R.I.P. Paul Walker. I don't know. We have a yeah. You know, we have a million movies. That is a cat playing with a bag. The one time she hey. insists on playing with the bag. Cut it out. But yeah, we have a quite a list to work through. Yeah, we'll get through it. Um, I really want to watch The Usual Suspects. We'll watch The Usual Suspects. Okay. The Usual I want to watch. Yeah. A, uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane? I want to show you the Star Wars movies. I know you do. All right. And and every other one. And the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Can we watch Temple of Doom? That's the one you don't like. I I mean I don't not like it. I, the one I don't like is Kiss, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's the newest one. That's the one that came out like twenty years after. But mm. Temple of Doom's fine. It's just like it's. It's easily the worst of the three. I it's mean, I know a lot of people who love it because it scared me when I was a kid. So I mean, the whole heart ripping thing is horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just. No. Um, I mean, I'm more of a la- like. I mean, Raiders is the best one, but like Last Crusade is probably my favorite. The one with Sean Connery. And uh, ooh, Sean Connery! I didn't know. Yeah, Sean Connery and um, um, River Phoenix plays young Indiana Jones. Speaking of which, have you seen Stand by Me? I have not. Yeah, I know. Oh, the wow. whole point of this goddamn show. Wow, we are doing that one as soon as possible. Yeah. That is a. I know. I have a lot to say about that. That's why that. it's called a list of shame, not a list of Going pride. Going on a coming of age journey so you can poke a body with a stick. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Oh, okay. That's coming up soon. Right after Ernest goes to jail. Obviously. <laughs> and that Evil Ernest. Um, all right, well, I think that's that's it for us this week. Um, uh. It's like 2.30 in the morning, so we should probably just go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, if you guys like this, let us know. Um, or if you have any suggestions, I don't know, just follow us on Facebook or something. I don't know. I don't feel like setting up an email account for this thing. No. Uh, we probably should if we're going to be like hosting this kind right. of uh, thing. But we'll, I'll see. I'll figure it out. Um, List of shame sixty nine at hotmail dot gov. Yeah, there'll probably be like contact information in the the show info. So if not, you know, whatever, who cares? This one's for fun. We're not like trying to make as opposed to the other ones. (laughs) Yeah, the other ones that I'm, you know, like my second shot podcast, shameless plug, (laughs) where I'm like really trying to trying to make it in this world, like Mary Tyler Moore. You're doing so good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Well, until then, uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Game over.